someday Mike and I are going to get called in to testify because of this for uh, something. Yeah. Wouldn't be the first time. Um, um, they're shouting at all the girls that used to do nasty things with Kevin uh, back before he was 18. Um, I have a list. Okay, let me get let me bring it up. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God, uh, no. Wait, is this going to be a Bill Cosby thing? <laughs> Not that kind of list. Spoiler alert, you're listening to the Comics Online Podcast, Season 16, Episode 18, Candlelight Munchkin. This was recorded March the 9th, 2016. This episode, Kevin, Mike, Zombie Ben, and their guest Brittany talk about summer blockbusters, video games, upcoming movies, and everything geek pop culture. Without further delay, let's go ahead and get started with Episode 18. Hello again and welcome to the Comics Online Podcast, Season 16, Episode 18. I'm your host, Kevin Goswana. With me today, as usual, is my co-host, Mike Lunsford. Good evening, everybody. And returning once again, we have Zombie Ben Bedgood. Hello. And for the first time, for the first time... We have Brittany Bedazzle. No. No. Oh, sorry. Brittany Wolf. I like I like Bedazzle. That's kind of cool. No. Be, you know, Bedazzle. That's what I call her. Bedazzle. That's. I mean, yeah. that's a that's a sweet ass nickname. It is a sweet ass nickname. That's like that's like the name you gotta go What's by. What's your real nickname? Dropping though? rhymes on people. <laughs> <laughs> It is, it's true. That is that is her uh, that is her online uh, nickname. If well, you if you want to find out all about Brittany, hang on a second. Hang on a second. Back up. Slappy what was that nickname again? Giggle Pig Slappy Hams. That's that's the fucking nickname you used for Benedict Cumberbatch. No, it, no, I used. Uh, it, it was like uh, Tinkerling Slappy Bum or something that's what like it was. that. Yeah, it was something very close to that, and like. I, I was talking to somebody else and I was doing the Star Trek interviews, right? And I was like, I know, I, re- I I listened to that that show that you that you posted. Oh, where I was like, oh, Kevin had this real funny thing about Benedict Come. I can't uh-huh. remember what it was. Yeah, yeah. and it, ah, damn it, he's the new Engelbert Humperdinck. Yeah, I I listened to uh, exactly. Humperdinck. Yeah. Humperdinck. Good old Humperdinck. I saw him. At, I saw him at the fair once. Um, anyway, uh, I think he was. It was him and uh, what's the guy? Uh, you know that guy. It's not unusual. Oh, like, oh, oh! Tom Jones. Tom Jones. He was there with Tom Jones. It was a du- that was a hell of a double bill for the old ladies. They were they were throwing some granny panties. Let me tell you. <laughs> we were just talking about that too because somebody was telling me that Brian Adams is playing. Uh, in Richmond this summer. And I was like, there are going to be so many 40 and 50 year old pairs of panties up there. It is oh. not even going to be funny. Like once he sings, uh, everything well, I do, the panties I do are it newer you. than that, but oh. <laughs> oh, belonging to 40 and 50 year old women. <laughs> like, Oh, all right. <laughs> Wait a minute. Is this a pair of depends that just got thrown up here? That's <laughs> OG depends if they're 40 or 50 years old. Come on. Oh God. <laughs> oh, oh, good job, Mike. Was that Ben? Yep, yep. that's me. This is why Ben is a co-host now. Do you see why? <laughs> On top of things. Good job, Ben. 
right. Is anybody else dancing like Carlton from the Fresh Prince? I right was. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh hell yeah. Okay. All right. I'm glad I'm not the only one. My dog is staring at me shamefully. Oh man. So, so we... this 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 week we're doing something good. But uh, uh, Mike had a good idea. Mike, what's your idea? So one of the things that we used to do on GGR, we were big on like, no pants party. Well, there's that's yeah, obviously that's a given oh, though. Come on. Man. Oh okay. Get with the program. Um, one of the things that we used to do is we were big on going nostalgic and going back to our past and talking about the things that we loved from our past. And the reason why I wanted to do that tonight is because this summer's lineup of movies reminds me of the 1989 summer releases. Cause that was, I don't know about you guys, but that was the, that was the summer that I was like in the movie theaters pretty much every week there. That was Batman lethal weapon Two, um, ghostbusters Two, star Trek five, Back to the Future 2. Um, fuck, The Little Mermaid came out. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Um, I'm angry about Ghostbusters. Why, because they're not doing the nude spread that you wanted them to do? No, I'm angry <laughs> for a bunch of other reasons. <laughs> but um, the reason why I wanted to bring this up is I wanted to kind of get everybody's la- like summer memories of movies. Like, what just is drilled into your brain? What do you remember, like, vividly, like... I, that summer I went and saw this movie and it was fucking awesome. Or I went and saw this movie in the movie theaters and it was a total piece of shit. Like whatever it is, just kind of like getting nostalgic and kind of tying it together with some of these other movies that are coming out. And I'll even get you started. So you kind of see where I'm coming from with this. Um, okay. So we've got Batman versus Superman coming out. Yeah, we do. And that immediately made me think of, well, two, two Batman movies and I'll do the lesser uh, first. Um, I remember going to see Batman Forever. I want to say I was like 13 or 14 years old. That came out in the theaters, and I went and saw that like three or four times. I don't care if Joel, Joel Schumacher is an asshole. I don't care if Val Kilmer was the worst Batman ever. That fucking movie was awesome when I was 13. And taking the chick to see that movie, if she was down to go see Batman, you were just like, hell yeah, this is going to be a good night. Like, it was... Yeah, I think I took three different girls to see that movie during the summer. Like, it For was, real? Yeah, like... It was, it was Leia good. at 13. At 13. I don't know what happened after that, but um, I hit my stride Obviously. at 13 and then it fell, fell apart. Um, but no, like that that movie, but then taking it back to that 1989, that, that miracle year of movies, was Tim Burton's Batman. I was like seven or eight years old when that came out. And for like a seven or eight year old kid to go see that movie in the theaters and like have that monstrosity that was Batman... Um, because it wasn't just the movie. It was the posters. It was the t-shirts. It was the Prince album. It was the action figures. It was the McDonald's cups that tied in. That when you bought a super value meal, you got the big giant Batman cup. Or it the was, glass ones. Yeah, everything. Yeah, it was all things Batman. Everything was Batman. And that was I, like I the, had a Batman tank top in the in the uh, in the '89 Batman style. Yeah, it's it was it was huge. And at it that was, point, Kevin, you were '89, right? I was right, yeah, because I was born in 1900. Um, no, I, I was I was 17, and it was uh, it was a magical time in my life, and uh, yeah, I was way a young girl way into her own. Yeah, I was way too skinny to to be rocking a tank top, but are I you, had my Batman tank top nonetheless. Are you there, God? It's me, Kevin. Oh God. Um, Anyway, I so I, I have a story which which I probably uh, told on the podcast before, but I'll, I'll t- tell it again, hopefully quickly. 
Um, my my experience with with Batman was I, I had a girl for this girl Karen that I dated in high school, and I I, I wanted to go uh, and and take her to see Batman, and and I was like, and I was at the comic book store on the day that it uh, that it uh, opened, and I was I I was in this comic book store and I was like, yeah, I really, you know, I, I really want to go see Batman. Oh, but before this, before I said that, I was talking with these people who were in the store. Um, they were talking about Kevin Nolan and how great, you know, Kevin Nolan's art was in uh, Doctor Strange or something like that. Um, Strange Tales, Cloak and Dagger, one of those things. Um, they're like, oh my God, D Kevin Nolan is such a great artist. And I was like, I really hate his art. And... So the and then and then after that it went it went over to Batman and I'm like oh yeah I'm gonna go down to Horton Plaza which is the the theater in downtown San Diego at the at the mall in downtown I'm gonna go down there and see if I can get tickets and so my my girlfriend and I can go and then the people were so pissed off that I had insulted Kevin Nolan that they were like uh they they were like oh the, those tickets are already sold out we we just got back from there. And I found out, oh, why did I know this? Because later I met these people. Like, they, they, these people became my friends shortly after this. And uh, they were just, you know, they told me that they were just pissed off. And dude, anyway, that's my story. Dude, and that's anyway, fucked up. Batman. <laughs> you, you, said, you said, oh, you know, Val Kilmer, the worst Batman. No, no, Michael Keaton. I like Michael Keaton. He was the worst Batman. I thought that that was just a travesty. I thought it was just the worst. You know, as a as a comic book reader, you know, I'm not even that big of a DC guy, particularly during that era. Um, you know, DC was pretty not good um, in a lot of ways. And oh god, that movie was. I mean, the music was nice, the scenery was nice, you know, the the visuals were nice, but the acting and the the script were just god awful. And I, I, I just never forgiven it. <laughs> I, I think as a kid, like for me, it, it was different because I hadn't been reading the comic books at that point. I mean, that was like my, that was my gateway drug. That's what kind of brought me into the whole superhero thing. Cause I had seen like super friends and shit like that when I was a kid, but this was like, Whoa, this is, this is different than the Batman that's on the cartoons. Like where the fuck's yeah. Robin? Why is he so pissed off? Like, <laughs> well, because Robin's not there. So he's not getting any booty. Uh, so he's got to get it from Kim Basinger. Yeah, okay. Not a bad choice. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ben, what about you? What's what's a movie that like you just absolutely fell in well, love with Like that was like a summer blockbuster that you vividly remember? Well, taking into account, I did not have the best upbringing or childhood. Um, so my most vivid, like, joyful memory was uh, when Matrix came out, actually. And oh, yeah. my aunt picked me up at my mother's place, took me to go see it with the sole intention of knowing it was going to piss off my mother. Oh, I like this lady <laughs> already. So I got to go see The Matrix. I was, you know, 13, 14 years old, whatever I was. And it was that, like, I think back about that night and I realized how much of a pawn I was because I got, like, if I wanted the big popcorn, I got it. I got the jumbo drink. She nice. was buying me everything. Just, oh yeah, go home. Tell your mom you got to see it. <laughs> but, your aunt was a cunt. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, you know, that to me was like 
really the biggest blockbuster I got to see in theaters as a kid. Yeah. Um, you know, every other movie before that was waiting for it on VHS and sneaking over to friends' houses to see it. So. Yeah, that's what we did with Showgirls when it came out. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, that's a, interestingly enough. I have a, a story very similar to that with another summer blockbuster, and it was Jurassic mm. Park. Um, when I was a kid. Like, mind you, I grew up in a very liberal household. So, like, I got to watch uh, RoboCop when I was, like, seven. Because my dad was, like, he rented it from, like, Blockbuster or whatever was uh, renting videos back then. And he was watching it, and I was, like, I came into the room, and I was, like, Dad, can I watch this with you? And he was, like, eh, what the fuck, why not? <laughs> so, like, one of the most bloody and gory and violent movies of all time, and I'm watching that shit with him. Like, they didn't really censor me much. But all of a sudden, when I'm, like, 13 years old, maybe, like, 12... Uh, Jurassic Park comes out and I was like, oh, I gotta go see this movie. And my mom was like, oh, well, the girls that I work with said that they went and saw it and they said it's scary. So it's too scary for you. You can't see it. And I was like dumbfounded. I was like, you gotta be kidding me. What, what do you mean? I can't see it. You've let me see all sorts of other movies. What? what? And I was so upset. I was so mad. It was the summertime. I ended up leaving and went and stayed at my grandmother's house, which like, we lived in Virginia at the time. She lived at, like right outside of DC in Maryland. Like I went and stayed with grandma for like two weeks. I was so pissed and I wouldn't talk to my mom. And my aunt, my mom's sister, like talked my mom into it. I don't know what the hell she said, but she talked my mom into it. And she took me to the movie theaters to go see Jurassic park. And this was the same aunt that took me to go see Batman and took me to see uh, star Trek five. Like she was the cool aunt that took me to go see all these nerdy movies that my mom was not interested in. So like big ups to my aunt Doris. Cause uh, she was the nice. one that, uh, that, that provided me with all this nerddom. Thanks aunt Doris. Yeah. No kidding. Um, so, uh, yeah. What about Brittany? Brittany, you got any big summer movies that were like, just blow that like blew your mind and you were like, holy shit, this is amazing. Um, <laughs> I kind of, my family didn't really do the movies thing yeah. much when I was growing up. We were kind of poor. And so mostly it was all, all I'm thinking of is television. Okay. Um, I have a weird, I mean, would we consider Ace Ventura Pet Detective to be some sort of blockbuster? Sure. That was, that was pretty big, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. That, that uh, does qualify. The well, first we movie went... where somebody talked out of their ass, yeah. Yeah, no, that was pretty great. And it's actually burned into my brain. Um, <laughs> but we went to see it at the, the I think it was still the 49-cent theater. So this was several months after it had milked every last penny from the real movie theater and had moved over to the cheap theater. And I actually remember the first three quarters of the movie, but at the three quarter mark, um, we were pulled out of the theater because my brother was having an allergic reaction to guinea pigs and being rushed to the ER at the time. So that's really why I remember Ace Ventura. But first of the all, last they you're not there... supposed just because it says pet detective doesn't mean you're supposed to bring your guinea pigs to the theater. <laughs> he wasn't there. We got the like they. This was back before like cell phones were a thing. Thank that you for had. that clarification because that makes a lot more sense yes. now. Yes, I am young, but I am not young and quite that young. I was confused as to why there were guinea pigs in the theater. Yes, there were no guinea pigs in the theater. My that brother you was know about. Yeah, my brother for some reason didn't <laughs> want to see the movie. Um, he was too cool for it, I guess. Um, 
And yeah, so we had an usher come in and escort us out of the building. Well, from what I've heard about your brother today, um, you know, when if, if I ever take him to the to the movies, then I'm going to put guinea pigs in the popcorn. Oh, this is the oldest. This is my oldest brother. Oh, not, different brother. Not, not not the terrible brother. Oh, okay. Oh God. So no funny. guinea pigs in the popcorn. No, I mean he's a ginger, so he has no soul. Oh, um, <laughs> then kill him. I, it wouldn't phase him at all. All oh, right. Right. Um, so, so, so that was so Ventura. That that's an interesting. Yeah, there's yeah. there's not a whole lot that really stands out to me. I mean, I really I had a blast when I went to see Spice World, but I don't think. <laughs> I mean, who, that came out when I was in middle school. So yeah, well, so I've t- you know on the show I've I've told the the Batman 1989 story. I've told my my story about uh, Karate Kid too. Um, and hey, that was the, Britney for your edification. You know, uh, Daniel San, uh, Mr. Miyagi, right? Daniel San got to uh, Okinawa, and uh, and Kevin Goswan, meanwhile, got to third base in the oh, theater. Yes. Nice. This story, we yeah. did talk about this. This has been documented uh, on the uh, podcast. Because... Oh yeah, I like to I like to document all my stuff. <laughs> and this is a, sh- a shout out to Joanne, uh, wherever you are, Joanne. I want to say, uh, you know, thanks for. Uh, you know all that all that uh, hand action in the theater all those years ago. She was older than me. <laughs> Thanks for being a good sport. Thanks Someday. for being a good sport. Someday. She was a ginger too, but she had a lot of soul for 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 one. Cha 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 cha. Someday Mike and I are gonna get called in to testify because of this <laughs> for something. Uh, yeah. Wouldn't be the first time. Um, um, they're shouting at all the girls that used to do nasty things with Kevin uh, back before he was eighteen. Um, I have a list. Okay, let me get let me bring it up. <laughs> oh God! Oh God! Uh, no. Wait, is this gonna be a Bill Cosby thing? <laughs> <laughs> Not that kind of list. Wait a minute. It was a list where everything was the jello and the, the giggity and, and everybody the... was conscious, as far as I know. Um, <laughs> and the pudding pops, moi. Oh. Ah, the pudding pops. Uh, oh. And the giggity. Hey, do you remember you know, one 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 big blockbuster uh, in the pudding pop category? Uh, from my childhood was do you remember jello pops like yes. actual jello yes. pops yeah yeah why the fuck did they get rid of those i fucking probably those. because probably because of things in that era it probably had carcinogens yeah oh yeah yeah Big time. whatever i I'll, you know come well, on if you grew up in this era like, as a person were... who has had cancer i'm like whatever come on just uh, let me i would like some more of those please i don't I care so. i just want something delicious I think they were made of half cancer, half diabetes. <laughs> it's so. diabetes, as pronounced. Oh, I'm, I'm, yeah, excuse diabetes. me, it's diabetes. I, I, I forgot. Andy I, can verify that. Yeah, that is true, Andy. <laughs> we need to get uh, Andy on one of these too. That'd be good. So uh, anyway, but so beyond that, uh, my my big blockbusters as a kid um, that that really wowed me. Um, I think that the the first big one as a you know, not as a not a little kid. Um, when I was in sixth grade, the last it wasn't the very last day, but I think it was probably the very last week of sixth grade. I went to this weird school. I went to this Scientology school, um, which I don't know. Have we talked about that on the podcast before? It, it seems it, like we it have. was before my time. If you did it, okay. I think. Well, it's, anyway, in the fifth grade, fifth grade, 
Sixth grade? Fifth, it was fifth grade. It wasn't sixth grade. It was, anyway, last day of, of, of uh, Scientology school. Literally, it was, I went to a Scientology this school. This sounds like the premise for like some weird comedy. Like the, oh, I, I know. feel like this story's going to end with Kevin being molested by Tom Cruise. <laughs> I hope well, he so. Was, what it was oh. is he wasn't trying to get the Thaden out of Kevin. He was trying to put the Thaden <laughs> in Kevin. I got your Thaden right here. Hey, you want to see my Thaden? <laughs> First, first, let me get some lube. <laughs> oh God, she knows the terms. Oh God, she knows she the terms. Did you go to? Did you have some involvement? No, no, I just always thought Scientology was weird. So it is weird. It's very weird. Uh, my yeah. Anyway, my dad got was into it for a short amount of time, and frankly, it was. It was less bad than the uh, the the super Jesus that he eventually got into. But let's move right along. Um, <laughs> super Jesus, <laughs> you know, super Jesus. He's the Jesus with the cape. You know, uh, I'm pagan, and I think Scientology is weird. That should say something. I know, right? Uh, I was having a conversation with with somebody the other day about paganism, and I was like, you know what? I I really disrespect all religions. You know, I like to respect people, but I disrespect all religions. But when it, when it comes to pagans, it's like you know they're not mean to anybody. So you know, the worst that could happen is here's a conversation. Uh, I'm like, uh, you know, you realize magic isn't real, right? And you know, their response is, isn't it? <laughs> and what else am I gonna? All right, okay, well, I'll, whatever then. Yeah. Because they're not being mean to anybody. They're not like a jihad on you, or you know, you know, fuck you for easy. your different. Easy I'm Donald Trump to fight you and set you on fire. Easy. Where people try to convert, and we stop and go, "Are you sure?" You <laughs> realize <laughs> that, like, we've been burned at the stake alive, right? Yeah. Just, just put Are that you out sure? there. That... Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so so my um, where the fuck was I going with this? I, I was I was I going no idea. molested oh, by Tom Cruise. Well, yeah, yeah. I was molested by Tom Cruise. No, there wasn't anything like that. That of course did not happen. <laughs> it was it was actually overall besides the 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 underlying bu- Scientology bullshit. It was actually a very nice school. Um, where where uh, kids they they have these contracts which are basically you know like unit packets like and they're like hey do like concentrate on whatever subject you prefer and you can skip between subjects and just finish up you know finish up off a packet and then go on to whatever other subject you want to want to concentrate on next and uh, and they would have goals uh, for for the class. Where it, you know if we if we completed so and so many contracts and we would get a field trip and so we went on all kinds of great field trips, and one of them was at the very end of the year, which was we we all went to uh, uh, Return to the Jedi. Well, that makes sense for Scientologists. That's a fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That is Return of the Jedi, yeah. and and like I say, it was like you know toward the toward the end of the school year. Um. I, and it was fantastic. I, you know, I, I was really looking forward it, forward to it, and I, I saw it first with my class, which is weird. You know, like on a, uh, you know, on opening day, uh, at like a matinee, and then, uh, you know, shortly thereafter, I saw it with my, you know, each member of my family. One, oh, oh, you like Star Wars, don't you? Yeah, all right, come on, let's come with me, because apparently, you know, in the in the 80s, um, you know, you had to take a kid with you if you went to see a sci-fi film, <laughs> because otherwise, you know, people would feel subconscious I don't know the 80s was a weird time yeah, it was I mean like like even like a perfect the clothing example. was bad well yeah and 
But like a perfect example, uh, I mentioned RoboCop earlier. So that was like mm. that was like not that's our kind of R. That's a hard R, right? And they made fucking kids toys for that shit. They really did. Yeah. And Who, like, didn't like Peter David or or somebody some some comic writer wrote RoboCop. Oh, it was um um. Frank I can't think of his name. No, it's um fucking uh, Sin City and uh, the Dark Knight. Um. Yeah, Frank Miller. Frank Miller wrote. Yeah, he wrote. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I was just gonna let him get to it there eventually. Uh, I couldn't think of his name. I was like the fucking dude, the guy who does shit, and everybody loves it. Like, and speaking of Troy David Phillips, what the hell? What the hell is up with with the Dark Knight Three not having Frank Miller art? It just makes me angry. Ben, your thoughts? Um. Yeah. I. I, Do you care? Do you not care? Aside from it doesn't have Frank Miller art, what the fuck? Like, really, what the fuck is the only response? Why, why, why do you want it? Why do you why, why do you want that 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 story without Frank Miller art? I mean, you know, obviously, well, well, you got it. You have, a, you have a Kubert drawing, and so it's beautiful. But quid that's not what I want. Why are you implying that I would want this when it doesn't have this art? Yeah, exactly. Just, just I'm still remember, buying though. it because I'm a sucker, but. Let's, I let's give let's give um, Frank Miller a break here though. The guy is fighting cancer right now. You know well, that is not an excuse. Is it hand cancer? Because he needs his <laughs> hand to be fucking drawn. Thank you. Get your ass out of bed, you piece of shit, and start drawing more Batman. Uh-oh. Frank Miller, we hope you have a full recovery. As a person who has had a full recovery, uh, you know, it happens. Huh? I, I really want <laughs> you to have a full recovery so that you can come back and write write good comics again. And, and draw pretty and, things. And draw things like, like more Sin City and more Dark Knight. Yeah. Anything else, you, you can just not do it. But yeah, more Sin City and more Dark Knight. That's what so, I So I sent this audio clip to Mike earlier. Oh, my God. Oh. And Mike is probably still sitting there staring at this clip going, what the fuck? It's okay. Um, it's the shit that nightmares are made of. Like, it's, it's fucking frightening. Mm. <laughs> um, this is a... Russian lullaby um, called Tilly Tilly Boom. And I'm actually familiar with it. I love this lullaby. Um, I find it beautiful, but then again, I'm also twisted as fuck. So you're fucked up. Yeah, (laughs) we've established Um, this. (laughs) I saw this this post come across my feed actually a couple times in the past few weeks of somebody talking about a Black Widow trailer that if they ever did a movie for her, which we all would love. Yeah, it should be all dark and mysterious, and that it should just be Natasha singing a nursery rhyme. What? And somebody else was like, you know, something like, uh, Itsy Bitsy Little Spider. And somebody else comes in, they're like, what about if she's singing it in Russian? And somebody else mm-hmm. goes, what about if she's singing an actual Russian lullaby, like Tilly Tilly Boom? And knowing that song and Mike did you listen to it and read the lyrics I did but I've also heard a theory that if you listen to the whole song that uh, the ghost of Joseph Stalin will rise from the dead and murder you so I had to stop uh, um, that hasn't happened bad. to me yet and I've listened to it a bunch so <laughs> um, it is truly a terrifying song in the yeah. translation it's that you know he's creeping he's creeping he's getting closer he's getting closer um and it's like he's in your room, he's staring, he's getting closer. 
Um, Russian typical, fairy tales are fucked up. Russian typical, lullabies are fucked up. In typical Russian fashion, too, like that, that he's coming, he's creeping, he's coming. They're talking about democracy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's sneaking like, up on you. The Comrade. concept of a trailer where it's just really dark and mysterious and for Natasha to be singing that song would just be incredible. So, yeah, I just want to throw that out there because I've been seeing it on my Facebook feed and my speaking, Twitter feed. Speaking of Scarlett Johansson saying uh, saying creepy things, have have you watched the trailer for, for uh, uh, whatever it's called, Jungle Book, the, the live-action Jungle Book where yes. she plays Ka? Yes, I saw that in the... Um... I saw that when we went and saw Zootopia. That was the preview. Yeah, exactly. I have not. Yeah, it's it's pretty creepy. Yeah, it's she's she's given that character of of Ka because he was just funny because it was the same guy that did the voice of Winnie the Pooh in the animated version of it. Oh so right, right. Yeah, so you couldn't really take him seriously. You're like, oh, it's Pooh Bear. Pooh Bear's not gonna kill me. Like, yeah, fuck him. You know, like it's. <laughs> yeah. This time it was. I a don't little, know. A scary. I always thought Pooh was like a completely demented sociopath that would just like chop piglet's head off but that was just me that's, that's probably just you yeah probably just you um, okay but kind of kind of going back to what we originally were talking about too um there's another movie that is coming out this summer that had a huge following its original version had a huge following <clears throat> as a summer release and that's independence day yeah no you're not no. In, you're not interested i am all right there was a time for that there was a time for a sequel and that time for a sequel was 20 fucking years ago. Has <laughs> it been that long? It actually has, it and has, they say yeah. it's been 20 years in the movie. My other issue is, in the original Independence Day, the plot, if you haven't seen it now, spoilers, get the fuck over it, you should have seen it by now, was that the entire alien race went from planet to planet stealing their resources. Yeah. Will Smith killed... The aliens killed the entire alien race. The entire race or just one one fucking squad? They said in the original that it was the entire race moved from planet to planet. Oh. Well, you, we, they weren't going like, all right, you guys go over to this planet and we're going to go over to they this They said planet. it was that they moved from as planet a, as to planet. As an entire race. They were like, they yep. were like locusts, yeah. Yep. So if you have killed the entire race... How the fuck are they coming back for the goddamn sequel? But aren't there multiple swarms of locusts? Ah, you would think. You would ah. think, and that's you know, and and that's the thing. I don't think it would be like you know the 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 uh, the, the looming threat in uh, in uh, home. You know the the yeah the, that the, the like oh they're coming for me. Yeah, the starfish guys. Well, yeah. the starfish guys. Yeah, you're like Why oh you know then that was the entire race was was coming after them, but yeah. But I mean, the other like, factor I, I, is, I'm just saying, Ben. I think Brittany just shit all over your theory. <laughs> well, at the same time, if it was gonna be worth making, when they approached Will Smith about it, he wouldn't even consider it because he's going with what a lot of the fans are thinking and going, "It's 20 years later." Yeah, but it's... he also wanted too much money, is what I heard. Is why they, he wasn't in it. No, he turned it down before they even talked money. Really? Well, they know they know how much he's expecting and like his base salary kind of thing, and they were like, "You're too fucking expensive. We're not even gonna bother." Like, is no, this... they actually did approach him. Yeah, they this... genuinely wanted him, and he said no. He's like, "I won't have anything to do with it," and spoke out against the film. Based on what I saw, and this is just this was an interview that Dean Devlin did on 
uh, the Adam Carolla podcast. They were saying, you know, it was mutual. It was a mutual thing. Like we wanted to do the movie, but Will wanted too much money, and we both respectfully walked away from it. And it's like I- I'm sure that everybody's got their own version of that story and like when it gets into the media the media is going to hype it up and make it sound way worse than it actually was just like that thing that we were reading about john goodman today where it's like john yeah. john goodman kristen wig are having a feud no it just turns out that john john goodman interrupted kristen the wig in the middle of a conversation and she was like i'll, I'll get right to you in a minute and he felt like a piece of shit because he interrupted her like it really wasn't even that yeah. it wasn't even a story but they made it into a story but see i mean it's one of those like to me it's the if kevin's if Will Smith is saying, you know, hey, look, I don't want anything to do with it. He doesn't, you know, I'm not saying that he was like, fuck this movie, fuck everything about it. Just when he's sitting there going, I don't want anything to do with it, that should say enough. He was the biggest star of that movie. And for him not to want to go near it, money or not, because he could have worked with money. Um, I don't know about you, but uh, excuse me, biggest star, uh, Brent Spiner was in that movie. Thank you very much. He <laughs> was, but he also had a minimal amount of screen time and died fairly horribly after appearing. You will respect Commander Dater, goddammit. Dater? Dater, yeah. I'm, so I'm going to respect Data, I'm, and you're going to... I'm so mad Christ. I'm talking like I'm from Boston. Like I'm sounding like a Kennedy. Uh, 85 was a good year. Back to the Future, The Breakfast Club, Rocky Four, Goonies. Damn. Weird See, Science. I wasn't alone. Now... Ghostbusters Sorry. coming out. Fright Night, the original Fright Night, Day of the Dead. With the Ghostbusters, all right, I'm really confused on this. Is this a reboot or is this not a reboot? It's not a reboot. It is not. It is. It is. It is. Uh, it is as much a reboot as um, as uh, our our friend uh, what's her name's uh, a reboot of her song. Oh, um, Bree so, oh, Sharp. Bree Sharp. Yeah, it's not. Hey. A, so, Good tie-in, Kevin. Well, I like that. It's it's Here's, as much a, a reboot as uh, as the the recent X Files season ten is a reboot. No, it's not a reboot. It's a it's a return to, and which is what I've been saying the entire time. That's the way I can. That's the only way I can appreciate it. Yeah. If it is, uh, you know, uh, pays respect to the original, and that's so they and that's are, what we've since learned. Okay, so they are exist in the same universe. Okay. Yeah. That's that was one issue I had was in the trailer they're talking about it being a reboot and then they're going they don't years ago. They, then they don't understand what reboot means. Yeah. Reboot means you're starting over and erasing. See, but I yeah. thought the trailer said like 30 years ago these dudes did a thing yeah. and now these right. are going to do it. Exactly, thing. and that and doesn't equal reboot. That doesn't yeah, equal that, reboot. Okay. It's it's same universe. Yeah. I mean, another issue with it is just the classist issues of that you have three white women that are the experts in their field and then you have a black woman that can get expensive cars from her uncle and slap ghosts out of you with her church voice what the fuck it is it is a bit uh fucking it it was that that yeah because that was the the, the actress came back and said fuck you i fucking like it you know eat a dick basically and i was like all right if she's saying eat a dick then i guess we all eat dick episode Um, 19 (laughs) ghostbuster says eat a dick (laughs) no i read a thing where she was like yeah that's that's not something that you guys need to be worried about and i'm like all right well if we don't need to worry about it then we don't need to worry about it but and and this is this is my my main concern with it too. Like I wrote an article about this about a year ago, saying I'm really worried about this because of the guy who's directing it, Paul Feig, because Feig you know, directed uh, uh, Bridesmaids, 
He's directed a lot of the movies that Melissa McCarthy isn't, which are all funny, but they all really paint women in this very characterized style. And I was like, he's going to turn Ghostbusters into Kristen Wiig getting depressed and wearing sweatpants and eating ice cream and saying, I don't want to fucking be a Ghostbuster anymore. I lost my mojo. Like, it's, he just does these, like, stereotypical things, and now we're seeing it with the black character in the movie, too. Honestly, yeah. though, I don't give a fuck. I'm still going to go see this movie. I think it looks good. I think it looks funny. I think it's going to be action-packed because ultimately we're doing this thing that we all do where we take something that we loved as a child. And I do, I do it with Star Trek. It's why I hated yeah. Star Trek in the darkness. We take, we want to protect it. Exactly. We want to hold it in our arms and we want to cuddle it and we'd be like, nobody can fuck with you, Ghostbusters. I love you so much. No one's going to ruin your good name. But, and that's true. But you know what? Hey, nobody's nobody's going to yeah. take away, you know, no. nobody's going to take away your ability to watch uh, The Wrath of Khan. You know, and if you don't, if you don't want to acknowledge that uh, that in this alternate universe, because it is an alternate universe that is yeah. that is split off of that original Star Trek universe, yeah. if you don't want to acknowledge that that this new universe exists, then you don't have to. You can go back and only watch the original shit all you like, exactly. And and that's your yeah. prerogative. And that's basically I, the the that's what I came up came to. In the end, yeah. it was like, yeah, you know what? It's not the same, and it wasn't as good as the original, but it's a different story. It's a different telling. And they're taking something that I loved and exposing it to millions of new people. And yeah. that ultimately can't be bad. It's, it's, it would be hypocritical Knowing... of me to say that and then at the same time get mad at comic book nerds who get mad because all of a sudden girls are into comic books too. Like, what's, <laughs> you know? Knowing like, that it's not a full-on reboot. Yeah. Those girls are the worst. That, that girls, they're all po they're fake geeks, you know? Like, shut the fuck up, dude. Like, it's just... <laughs> I thought they were wiping out the whole history of no. what the original Ghostbusters did. No, 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 no. They're just and they're thirty years no. after that. I thought they were pulling an Abrams. No, no, fuck. Yeah, yeah. That's you know, and that's just no good. Now, and here's the you know, and here's the other thing. If they were to go and take a take an Abrams page and say and do something where they're like. Oh yeah, some sort of uh, ghost thing created a rip in the universe, and the original uh, Ghostbusters uh, never happened, and the world has been overrun since 1980. Whatever, then okay, I'm good with that. That's funny, um, and you know <laughs> hey, that's ridiculous. Do you guys exist in the same universe? Yeah, we do. Why? Because uh, the plot says so. Fuck you. That's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe I do like a the... guy thing because I, I feel like, a, and uh, I'm not trying to whatever, I'm not se trying to be sexist or anything, but like this overprotectiveness of you know yeah. this is canon, this is yeah. this is what this is. Don't you don't you screw around with this? It, it comes around to, you know, um, eventually either. You're going to run out of storylines for this particular set of rules for this universe that you've created yeah. and nobody's going to want to read that anymore or watch that or see that because it's the same over and over and over again. Um, I don't know what I, you're talking I, about, X-Men comics. <laughs> I freaking love anybody who changes a, a character that we're, we all know and love and do something weird with their background yeah. or... They, you take a like a genre or something like vampires and then reimagine it into, you know, their origin is like, you know, oh, their origin is they come from a god and oh, their origin Except is for a, Twilight, a disease. Because Twilight but, wasn't okay. Right, but even <laughs> even then though, it was at least they tried. I, I mean, I I read that 
summer trashy novel stuff. So I have yeah. read all of Twilight. I will read it again. I will do will it happily. Will you really? Yes, I will. Um, but just I'm anybody, sorry. anybody who can take uh, something that we all have a very concrete understanding about, you know, this is who Superman is, this is who Batman is, this is what vampires are, this is what werewolves are, and take it and do something different, and you sit there and you're kind of like, you know what, that's entirely plausible. It's not what I'm used to, but that's totally yeah. legit. Like, I think that's fantastic. That That's a level of creativity that I entirely respect. Well, yeah, and I, I, I gotta say, Kevin, I see why you're friends with her. She's fucking awesome. Um, that's... That's my. That's one of my biggest gripes too. Is there are so many people who just stand on top of their soapbox and scream, "Oh, this isn't the canon. This isn't the storyline. This isn't the storyline." Who cares? Was it fun? Was it inventive? Did you do something creative with it? I'm. I'm all for that. I love the X Men, regardless of how they do it, regardless of how they change it. I didn't like X Three, but that's because they killed my favorite character. They killed Cyclops. I Nobody likes X Three. I didn't think it was a good story. I, it's not it because wasn't. they deviated from canon. It's always because I felt like it was poorly executed. And honestly, the guy who wrote Fight Club, Chuck Palahniuk, one yes. of the most profound things he's ever said. He's like, people have said, oh, well, you took this idea from this. You took this idea from that. He's like, look, there's – he's like, as a white boy who was publicly school educated, I'm not going to come up with anything that a million people haven't come up with before. He's like, but I can tell it in a different way, and I can tell it in an interesting and exciting way. And that's I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. If you look I mean, at we most saw movies, the same issue with uh, Hunger Games, and there was some other series that was apparently identical to it, and people were outraged. And it's like, yeah, but you know what? She did it well, and they're making movies. Deal with it. I can't remember the name of the comic book series, but they did the same thing with uh, with The Matrix. They said that that was a ripoff of I, I don't remember what fucking comic book something. Series was. Yeah, yeah. But it's there's very little that you can do that hasn't been done before. Yeah, it's true. I did like the the um, new Ecto One being a uh, hearse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, I guess the first yeah, one. Like yeah, that. the first one was an old school ambulance. So yeah. Yeah, being the hearse actually makes more sense for being a Ghostbuster. I guess. I mean, <laughs> they both kind of make equal sense. Yeah. Yeah. Saving Just... lives. Toting the dead. It, yeah, yeah, just on different sides of that line. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyways, um, others. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We got really intense there for a little bit. Um, which is good. I mean, I, I like I like spirited debate. Um, I'm cool, like, little factoid. I, we were talking about um, Independence Day. I went to go see that movie in the theaters when it first came out. And the friends that I was supposed to go ended up ditching me because they were like, oh, it's all sold out, so we had to get tickets and uh, we already went inside. I was like, you guys are dickheads. And I really wanted to see this movie. I was like, fuck it, I'll see it by myself. I'll wait and see the next showing. What do I? What can I do to that'll kill two hours? Well, that Mike Myers movie, So I Married an Axe Murderer, came out at the same time. Oh, I love that movie. I do too, and that's what introduced me to that movie. I sat in the theater by myself. It was like four other people because everybody was there to see Independence Day. I, I laughed my ass off. It's one of the funniest movies of all time. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. Wait. It's like, if you like anything Mike Myers, that's where mm-hmm. everything came from, was that movie. Can we get a remake of Death Becomes Her? Oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> that, that movie. Oh, my God. Yes, please. Potion number nine. Oh, my God. Oh, Bruce Willis. Well, he still had hair. 
He had hair? Sort of. It was like a comb over or something like that. That I was just a assumed good that he had he was like five years old and bald. <laughs> he was just born like that. He yeah. Had, he had hair in uh in uh, the first Die Hard movie. Yeah, I try not to think about that. It confuses me. <laughs> I I've become completely addicted to that, and I can't remember the name of the band. Matt Cernacker was telling me what the name of the band was. Um, but that song, the Die Hard song that they have, where they they basically like just tell the story of Die Hard like through song. It, it's fucking fantastic. You know, it's um, another great song. What's that? Mm-hmm. It's a small world. You did this. Wait, before. is is it, are you saying that Matt Matt's band has a song like that? No, I I posted that song. Um, and let me look it up real quick. It's it's a song about Die Hard, and okay. it's about like the Die Hard trilogy. And let me see if I can find it real quick. Yeah. Um, it's Guys Night is what their their band is. G U Y Z N I T E. Guys Night is the name of the band. And I posted it there. And Matt was like, yeah, I love this song. Those guys are really, really cool. I've been repping them for years. And I was like, well, shit, this guy just knows everybody. Like, and he was, yeah, he was, it was, it was cool. Cause I was like, when I first came on to comics online, he was just like, yeah, they're fucking awesome. They're great. And I was just like, thanks guy. I don't know. In San Diego. <laughs> thanks for the like. Thanks for the thumbs up. Appreciate it. <laughs> your, your enthusiasm in this matter is greatly appreciated. Yeah. Well, what? that's, that's... Wait, enthusiasm? You want an enthusiasm? No. It's asking a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so guys, uh, game-wise, you want to want to run through these games? So this this is uh, you know episode nineteen, aka Candlelight Munchkin. And well, um, my I will say that this entire podcast, I've actually been playing a new game I downloaded on my phone. Um, yeah, did it involve Munchkins? No, it's the Futurama game. What? Oh, Futurama I have a game? Simpsons game that I stopped playing a while back. But yeah, I, no, no, I no. This is like a... is, that ta- is that tapped out? Simpsons tapped, tapped out. out. I played yeah. the shit yeah. out of my, tapped out. My oh, son is addicted to that game. I, like, well, I, I maxed out my out. level and then just kind of got cut tired of it. Um, no, it's a puzzle game for Futurama, and I've been addicted to this shit for like the na- I'd say the past three hours since I downloaded it. So I'm addicted to kitties. Yeah. Yeah. Because is that Neko a game? A- Neko Atsume. It... She takes she takes <laughs> screenshots so... of kitties' buttholes. Okay, so it's oh, the old a Japanese-based well. game. Neko Atsume means kitty collector or something like that. And you kitty like, buttholes Japanese out... makes sense. Well, yeah, you set out food and toys, and then you got like a you collect pictures of cats, and there's like a set number of cats, and certain things bring certain cats, and um. I made up my own fun little objective in the game because obviously I want to get a picture of all of the cats, which I have, but then I thought it would be hilarious to try and get a picture of all the cats' buttholes because in, <laughs> in, 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 the, little, in the little fun. animations, in the little animations, they put a little X where the butthole should be. And some toys. It's nice that they're that 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 they are anatomically, right. it may, right. if not correct, right. at least suggestive. So like so they're like data. They yeah. were they lacked genitalia and it I, bothered me. I didn't see it. Oh, yet. I'm telling you. I'm seeing it Friday. <laughs> you know, but Kevin, anyway, the fact that you were disturbed bubbles. by not seeing well, giant the elephant there wings. Like, there, there was a joke involving like something about licking their junk or or something about pooping or something like that, and they're all you know they don't have pants on. <laughs> um, and I was like, "What?" 
Oh yeah, they, they went to a nudist resort, and the yeah. animals just looked like animals instead of animals wearing clothes. That's what it was. That was the joke. Yeah. And the nudist resort is is run by a a yak who is voiced by um, Tommy Chong. Uh, Tommy Chong, exactly. Yeah, I really I really dug that movie. I, I can't go see the movie because obviously now you've spoiled. That's the spoiled. Movie. Yeah, that's, that's the only animals. thing. Yeah, that was that was the crux of the movie right there. And now there was a yak now, that ran the nudist colony. I'm just gonna have to cancel on my friend and be like, nope, sorry, Kevin ruined it. Yeah. Well, let, let me well, tell Kevin you. Kevin ruins it, lots of things. When it comes to, oh, no, let's not let's not go back into the to our pre precast. <laughs> oh, what? I wasn't even going there. Damn. Our dripping precast. Um, oh. Or check a brown cow. Uh, so. <laughs> So yeah, so Zootopia was good. Uh, listeners, be on the lookout for uh, shout-outs to, or, you know, Easter eggs um, to a lot of different awesome pop culture things. Now, it's a Disney film, and so you know there's going to be Disney uh, Easter eggs, right? Um, you know, that always happens. And so there's Easter eggs. There are two Easter eggs for Frozen. If you pay close enough attention, you will, you will notice, or at least hear, um, two Easter eggs for for Frozen, um, and then you will have what else? There's a there's, there's you you Easter eggs. Are you yeah. are there are they going to be actual eggs? Because this no, is a, <laughs> because a of, movie about animals. So I have right, to ask. With bunnies and are dogs there, and stuff. are there eggs? Jesus Christ, Ben. That's <laughs> um, a valid question, but no. Look, she's uh, making there's, breakfast. There's eggs right there. There's also a, a, a Bambi uh, uh, reference, and there is there's a there's a Sherlock. Bambi's mom, no. There's a there's a Sherlock uh, thing. Yeah. Um, if you watch the the, the Sherlock uh, show from BBC, um, and also there it, the for a second you're like, oh, is this a Breaking Bad reference? And you yes. think about it for a second, and then you forget about it, and then they're just like, wham! They hit you yeah. in the face with it. And I'm like, okay, Breaking Bad yeah. here, right? You know, right here in a fucking Disney movie. That was really funny. They also, um, what was cool about it was walking away from that movie as somebody who like, because um, I, I I minored in film in in college and was like convinced I was gonna be the next Spielberg. So I studied a lot of movies. It's very like it. it it fits that old like 1940s 1950s cop drama and if you've ever seen the movie LA Confidential it has that same kind of feel to it and like Is it i was kind of dragnetty oh yeah 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 and so yeah. and so there are shout outs to to LA Confidential there's shout outs to the godfather there's oh, yeah. shout out to goodfellas yeah dragnet uh, i didn't notice dragnet well dragnet's in that same like well, well, yeah, anyway, but, so. but there wasn't like a, you know, a direct, there wasn't yeah. like a Joe Friday, you know, sort of, you know, just the facts, ma'am. And, and they could have, they, they, they could have easily done something like that as well, because they yeah. were really, you know, sh- shouting out genre things pretty hard. Yeah, and it, it actually broke the record for um, opening weekend for a Disney movie. It broke Frozen's record. Really? Good. Yeah. Because Frozen sucked. It, you know what? Frozen had really nice songs. I liked and, Frozen. Uh, and you know what? It, my my, I only have one serious problem with Frozen, and that's the ending. Um, the the problem, and I don't even know if I've talked about this on the podcast before. Yeah. So this is this is actually new material here. Technically, it was a uh, mic on the mic, but yes, you have talked about it. Uh, have I? Yeah. It, it's it's the um, the thing is, it's it's the how you didn't you know in a Disney movie you're the, you're pretty much obligated to 
to foreshadow what the deal is with the villain. But in in Frozen, they had none of that. They didn't foreshadow what, what the deal was with the villain. You didn't know who the villain was. Um, you just thought this was a family scuffle and everything would be fine. But no, and then it turns out to be spoilers if you haven't seen Frozen. It's the fucking dude who was singing the love song at the beginning, and I love that fucking love song. It's so sweet. Yeah. See, my one of my biggest problems with it was that in every Disney movie, there is singing, and I understand that. Mm-hmm. And the singing in most Disney movies is used to carry the story and convey the story. There are sequences of Frozen that are pointless singing that is there because we ran out of fucking script. I we are don't know singing for the true. Well, the entire thing about the rock gnomes didn't even need to be there. It was pointless was filler. They were cool. I like those I guys. It. <laughs> but it was still pointless to the overall story. The, the thing about the gnomes where it's like, uh, uh, what, what was that song about the, 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 oh shit, I don't even remember what the fucking song was, but it was a good song. I like that song. Yeah. <laughs> I like all I the also, fucking songs. I also like, hey, aside from letting go, that one can be let go on. Ben, I think that, um, cause Kevin's daughter is a little bit older, uh, than your son and, uh, my son's older, uh, than, than your son as well. The, the older you get and you start having little man start watch movies, the less cynical you become. That's oh, no. True. Um, you, Mike, you do forget that I also do have an eight-year-old. That's correct. Oh, so you're just, you're just evil incarnate then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, there's just something wrong with you. Okay. Oh, you're just fucked up. Okay. Um, yeah, it's, uh, I, you know, I used to think, oh, God, you know, all these, uh, these sequels, these direct-to-video sequels are fucking terrible. And, you know, there are a couple of them that, there are, are, some that are terrible. There. But, like, the Lion King sequels are fucking hilarious. Yeah. Oh, the Lion King one and a half? Oh, yeah. One and a half and two. Yeah. Oh, two is great. Lilo and Stitch sequels. Yeah. Lilo, Lilo and Stitch sequels are great. Because you know, then there's they're Leroy, not as, yeah. They're not as, uh, you know, musical as the first, but, but still, solid stuff. I liked all three of the Aladdins. Yeah, I oh, did too. The Aladdin yeah. sequels I thought were were kind of weak. I mean, they weren't terrible, but they were like they were like on the level of a um, of a oh here's a TV series that we're trying to pick up or something like that. For example, Tarzan. Um, there are two Tarzan sequels, and one is like a a midquel, if you will, um, where it's where it's about Tarzan as a kid. Um, it was like Tarzan is is like you know takes place in the middle of the Tarzan movie. Um, or, you know, the original Tarzan Disney. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, yeah. But, and, and then there's another Tarzan that I don't think it's called three, but it, it's basically three episodes of a series that never was. Yeah. The Lilo and Stitch TV series, I loved. And you, you, you want to know a, a really good, um, and you guys should, should check this out. If you like Shrek, um, on Netflix, they have the, uh, the, the um, Puss in Boots yeah. uh, series. Have you watched this? I've seen a couple episodes. It's better than Shrek. <laughs> yeah. Actually, it's... the Puss in Boots movie was really good. Uh, he I, don't was... Think I, I don't think I saw the movie. I mean, you could put Antonio Banderas in anything, and it's going to be pretty good. Like, he's just like... Yeah. I mean, it is Antonio Banderas. Yeah, it's the, uh, the, the, the series is... You know, obviously the same character in a different environment, you know, with a whole different set of other characters, you know, because they don't have Mike Myers, Eddie Murphy, or any of those other people. 
Uh, or Chris Farley. Well, nobody has Chris Farley because he's dead. Swamp well, You know, it, it just had to call out the fact that, you know, when he did this did originally do... The, what was it? He had 75% of the lines read and recorded for Shrek mm-hmm. before he died. So... Actually, he's not dead. He's just living in a van down by the river. <laughs> With Vicky and Puck? Yep. Sure <laughs> and, is. And Elvis is driving the van. That's oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway. Yep. Uh, yeah, so that shit is good. Um, oh, House of Cards. Dude, I've only watched like the first two episodes of the new season. Was it season four now? Oh my god. You watched the shit? I, um, I watched all of it. Oh. Were you? Yes. Oh. So you watched all right. of it, and I, well, don't spoil it. But but what's right, your spoiler what's your free? Thought? Um, episode four. Holy yeah. fucking shit! Oh my god. Um, yeah. Like we had some holy shit moments in the previous series, in the previous yeah. seasons. They are nothing to the shit that unfolds in episode four. Um, and from there, it's just nonstop breakneck pace insanity. Really? And, um, like, I have no doubt, Kevin, when you watch episode four at the very end, I will probably be getting a message from you going, oh my God. (laughs) Oh, oh, oh my God. That just reminds me. Uh Um, I gave... Our, our new cub reporter here, uh, uh, Zombie Ben, an assignment. Uh-huh. And his assignment was to listen to The Message, that podcast. Yeah. Oh. So now we have people who can talk about it because Kevin has heard it too. Okay. I have heard The Message. Let's let's talk about this really? for a second. Really? You heard it? Because I couldn't hear it because they wouldn't shut the hell up when I was trying to listen to the actual message. Well, if they you had, then it. you would have gone into a coma. So it's... Probably best I didn't that. care. Yeah. I gotta say this. Hmm. For something that was... I mean, this thing got pushed hard. Because it was on every commercial for season one of Serial. And Serial was the most downloaded and most popular podcast of 2015. To have something that was that... I mean, it was just everywhere. It was like... It was like Batman back in 1989. <laughs> to, have it, to have it pushed that hard. And to have it be that week i mean like i was i was really disappointed i I liked i liked where the story went i liked the concept behind it i liked the idea and then it just fell apart in the end it was just and and i'll give ben credit here because when we were talking about it he he said it perfectly they just like gift wrapped the ending they were just like hey we're gonna tie everything up in this nice neat tidy little bow oh by the way aliens toodles and that was the end of it it was like are you serious there's I, I go with the theory, and you know, I was talking to Mike about this, that, like, the Purge series, a lot of people hate on it. I love the concept. And if you can give me a concept of a movie, of a story, it may not be the best production, it may not be done well, but if the concept is original, and it gives me something to have an intellectual debate with someone, I will love the shit out of it. And I thought I was getting that with the message... But the way it wrapped up so neat, so tidy, perfect with a bow, I was frustrated because I was like, there's nothing to debate. It is yeah. it is what it is, and you can't deviate from that. Yeah. Because, 
like my I told Mike about this. One of my theories, you know, a couple episodes to the end was that, you know, what's to say our physical makeup is the same as the aliens and that this sound could cure cancer on their world. Mm -hmm. And so to use the analogy of it could be a life saving drug there to listen to the sound and it cures your illness. But here, you know, it's like an overdose of penicillin. Gotcha. It could kill you. Right. You know, well, something <laughs> innocuous that could actually kill you. Well, and we joked, too, that, like, it would have been funny if it wasn't anything at all. It turned out that it was, like, the aliens were sending us porn or something like that. Like, it turns <laughs> yeah. out that it's like, like Some oh, alien hey. with a tinfoil hat broadcasting yeah. porn at our planet. Yeah. Oh, hey, sorry about that. That was my special collection. Boner Jams 09, you know? Like, it's... It was just like... <laughs> The voter jams, Rigel Sam. You know, I, I have a feeling. This is just a theory. I have a theory uh, that uh, if I were to search Mike's house, there's going to be a CD somewhere, or, or possibly a DVD that's that's this titled Boner Jams 09. <laughs> Actually, there there's eight of them. I can't confirm um, or deny. Set. Yeah, you got to have the whole set, or it loses its value. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> um. So guys, I was I was trying to go into before, but but uh, we we got uh, got caught up in talking about other stuff. Um, I we we missed out on Caitlin today because she is still down in Texas and uh, uh, still still uh, still doing the Texas stuff and uh, you know getting getting crazy with it. And the the skies have been crazy to apparently they've got some uh, power outages. Yeah, and she's got uh, a haircut like Skrillex. She's got a haircut like Skrillex now, and and uh, uh, anyway, she she said she took the picture in the bathroom. No, this is not the thing, and I was all confused. No, that's not the part I want to read. Uh, she has uh, video game news. Uh, things to mention are the release of Overwatch. Yeah, has been dated, has been uh, has has been set. Uh, for May twenty fourth, if you pre order Overwatch, and this is this is the that that crazy shooter that the multi genre shooter uh, from uh, from Blizzard, um, if you pre order, you can play starting from the sixth of May, but you know up until launch, and keep your progress. So all you're not going to lose your shit. You're not going to lose any you know awards or or you know weapons or whatever shit that you've earned. Uh, you know, from from the sixth of May up until the twenty fourth, when everybody else gets to go. Um, and no man's no man's sky also got a release date, and this is June twenty fourth. No man's sky is a game about exploration and survival in an infinite procedurally generated galaxy. Uh, apparently, this uh, the the developer created an algorithm that allows the game to create its own content forever. That is pretty freaking cool. That is pretty ballsy, and uh, you know, I, I it seems like I played a game like that before that was like a like a space trading game that that was that was similar to where you could you could just keep going. Uh, I don't remember the name of Elite it. Elite Dangerous. No, gosh. Well, I mean, it was like the space the... version of, of Die Bond. Did anybody play Die Bond for, like, Atari problem, back in the day? The problem with these games where they're, you know, kind of going, oh, you know, users can continually upload new content, is that people just stop uploading at some point, and 
it doesn't work. Um, yeah. you know, uh, well, I, don't, I don't think this is this is user generated content in this case. I think this is uh, this is just like randomly generated additional foes or whatever. Okay, foes and hoes. Foes and hoes. Foes and hoes. Uh, but not I before bros. <laughs> well, we don't even know. Yeah, bros aren't mentioned. We might not even have any bros. That'd be sad. You want to get with a guild or something? Kate. Uh, um, the last time we did a podcast, Kate talked about um, the division. The division. And, yeah. And like, I'll, I just I wanted to throw this in real quick. Like, I have heard this game is picking up big time steam. Like, everybody is talking about this game and how incredibly inventive it is. And like, my little brother is kind of a shut in. Like, he just yeah. doesn't really leave his little cave. And for him to go outside of his little box to go buy a new video game says something about the quality of this game. Because he said I, he, was, he was in on the beta and he said it was amazing. I saw a post uh, yesterday of uh, one of my old employees that was like, I had to stop playing The Division before I passed out from hunger. Jeez. After, and I was like, and in the comments, it was like, you know, how long were you playing? And she was like, 16 hours. <laughs> what the? Hey, Kate's fuck? got it on her computer here. Maybe I should start playing it. Um, no, Kevin, you you have a job that relies but on you, know you what? to I show don't up. Really, I don't really care about. Oh gosh, next week, dude. Next week I might have a, a a week off with pay. I don't know if I'm off or not, but I'm I uh, I might have a paid week. Wow. Um, I don't know. It, like they're, they're talking about like I might have to go into an office and like have you know do an asses in seats sort of thing, but you know. I mean, take that the would computer suck. with you. Yeah, take my own computer with me. Exactly. Um, but uh, yeah, because the 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 contracting people who were in charge of the contracting uh, uh, for whatever reason I don't know uh, weren't able to renew my contract or, or get a new contract or whatever it is they're doing. Oh, in that's time. And up. so uh, starting Friday, day after tomorrow, because we're recording this Wednesday, the ninth of. March 2016. Um, yeah, Friday, uh, last day on the job. Uh, until of course, you know, it's not like I'm fired or anything. We're just, yeah. we're just on hold. On fucking, you're in a holding pattern. We're in a holding pattern, but you know, in theory, they could not pay us, or they could make us burn <clears> leave. <throat> but apparently, I just got a, I just got an email yesterday saying uh, that they weren't going to make us burn leave for this first week, which is kind of nice. Hey. So, um, since you actually did remark on the date, um, yeah. one thing that uh, well, I, have one, I know. I have, go, go ahead. Oh, go ahead, Kevin, because you're still talking games. Yeah, I just have one more, one more game uh, in in Kate's list. Uh, Blade and Soul, which she and I played a lot of, uh, had a major content patch with uh, the Warlock Warlock class being released. Uh, so if you and and also if you create a new character between now and the end of the month, and you reach level 45, which was the old cap, uh, I think the, the new cap is 50, uh, you will be gifted with a bundle of endgame mats, I assume she meant maps, uh, as well as an exclusive costume, um, and uh, so that's fun. Mean materials. Materials? Endgame materials? Possibly. Mats. Mats? That, that's... Ah. That's 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 short shorthand that's, that's for shorthand, you know, because I'm. She's a gamer that, too. Lingo. All these I mean, all these these girl gamers, they know all sorts of things. They they do shorthand speaking. Thank God somebody does. Yeah, I sure don't. 
I used to be a gamer back in the day before I took an arrow in the knee. Uh, uh, uh. That was back in the days before computers when the films were silent, right, Kevin? Listen, <laughs> I, I, as, as our longtime listeners know, I, I was the, uh, the national champion of, of uh, Civilization II, and I am the national champion of Carmageddon, the original. Yeah, suck on that, Ben. Suck on that, Ben. <laughs> yeah. Um, ah, what do you know? <laughs> so what I was going to say was that uh, since it is March 9th, um, we uh-huh. have an important day coming up next month. Oh, yeah. Oh, we do. Good call, Ben. And I know, you know, I'm excited. I know Mike's excited. And I God presume right, that, I Kevin, am. you're excited, right? No, not as much as last time we were on a podcast together. Okay. Um, we have first contact. Oh, gross. <laughs> uh, just, just, just kidding. So that's true. A, that, um, never mind. Inside joke. I said anything. We have uh, Star Trek First Contact Day, which is April 5th. Um, 4th. April 4th. April 4th. April 5th. Ugh. I'm going to prove you wrong. I wrote an entire article on this last night, April 5th. I had source material. Gonna prove you wrong, so anyway, um, we are coming up on First Contact Day, and in the weeks, days, and hours leading up to First Contact Day, I know myself and Mike, as well as a few other people on the Comics Online staff, April will be. 5th. Yeah, it is April fifth. God damn it! That was the day that they got to the pass because yeah, okay, all right. What Garrett do you say, Wong Mike? It's going to attend an event on. Uh, on... Fuck you, Ben. That's what I say. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Go ahead. You're not my type. <laughs> um, but in the coming weeks, days, and months, uh, we are going to be releasing a large number of Star Trek articles. Um, I know I'll be doing a couple feature pieces that I have titled uh, STAPs um, or STAHs. Stop. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> STAH, um, which is Star Trek Alien Highlights. Uh, I will be highlighting different aspects of different alien races for. Well, clearly, Star- clearly it needs Star Trek Alien uh, highlight posts because then then it stop. <laughs> <laughs> I might do that just to just to tweak that nerve in my editor's brain. I yeah. hate you. I hate you because I'm your editor, you dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm the writer. Yeah, pretty much. So I'll be highlighting different aspects of different alien races. Um, oh I've God. got two that I've done so far. Uh, one on the Klingon language, one on the actual rules of acquisition from the Ferengi culture. But we've got so many people, too, that are that we've had interviews with and that we're going to put into a podcast. It might even be multiple podcasts. Like We did, a, we did an interview with Jackson Lansing, who yep. is the writer of uh, Hacktivist. He wrote um, Batman and Robin. Batman he, and Robin Eternal. Yeah, like he's he's just a he's a a, a young um, gun in the comic world and, and a I huge posted, Star Trek nerd. Yeah, and I posted his video to our Facebook page the other day of uh, my Spock. Uh, my Spock, <laughs> the song that he wrote and produced himself and yeah. sang about his love for Spock, pretty much. Yeah, he loves him some Spock. But um, we've got an interview with uh, Ulysses Campbell from Fantastic Forum. He's going to be on there. Um, and we're going to see if we can get a few more um, to have as well. Just to kind of talk sure about you, what sure Star Trek means everybody. That little, uh, uh, what's, that, what's that song? Uh, 
take a ride in my fantastic forum. Come on, you need to you need to play that under under your. Oh, oh you're talking about the Coolio song. The Coolio song. <laughs> uh, Coolio, let's jump off stage to go crowd surfing and have the the crowd beat me and steal my own shoes. Oh, Coolio. Oh, <laughs> uh, he, he was Coolio. He's 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 at least lent his name to uh, the vernacular. So, but we have, you know, big stuff coming Star Trek wise. Big things, big things are going on. Big things are coming right for you. Look true. out, shield, shield your eyes. Shield your eyes. Wear, wear goggles. It's gonna be like a Romulan dick in your face. Oh my god. God, can't we go at least one podcast with you talking about Romulan dicks, Ben? Probably not. <laughs> Sometimes Romulan the Romulan dicks are sometimes the better kind because they're very serious and they have bad haircuts. And they're cloaked all the time. Hey, it's like a ghost penis. You never see them coming. <laughs> and then, and then, and then, and then you have uh, you know George Takei, who you know once he sees that Romulan penis, he says, "Focus on that explosion and fire." <laughs> and then you, oh See, my! I brought it all the way back around. To, uh, oh, that, that was six. That wasn't five, was it? No, that was, but that was that, that was, was good though. That was good. Oh, though. that that. Well done, thank sir. You, thank you, thank you. That's uh, yeah. All right, so that's not uh, me clapping, by the way. Yeah. Oh. oh. It rhymes with clapping. Clapping, clapping, oh. whatever you want to do. This is a comics online podcast. To assume that people have been masturbating to our voices this entire time. <laughs> They've got a lot of stamina, Just, that's for uh, sure. We are some sexy motherfuckers up in here. I know oh. I have. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was wondering what you were doing over there. Um, I, thought, I thought that was a back massager. Yeah. Um, hey, well, thanks for joining us this time, Brittany. It's been it's been fun to uh, Brittany actually listened in last week and uh, to the to our double header, as it were, <laughs> and judged you all very harshly. Yeah. Oh, thanks. And um, eh, fair enough. Yeah, hopefully she will she will join us again. She she came to uh, to the to the show at at Flashback as well uh, this week. So uh, and, and and you know she's gonna be part of the group soon for realsies. For realsies, yay! Well, yeah, we're weird. getting a lot of more people. By the way, listeners, anybody interested in uh, doing any writing or reporting of any kind uh, for Comics Online? Hey, maybe you've got your own uh, website or 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 whatever geek pop culture. I- um, and you're like, oh my god, this is a pain in the ass. I don't. I I wish I had some help to do this. I wish I had some infrastructure, some other people to work with, to collaborate with. Well, Comics Online can help you, like we help the uh, the Great Geek Refuge, and we're going to tell you more about that uh, soon in the future. Or if you know you happen to be a writer and you're sitting there going, you know, hey, I like to write, but I can't edit. That's where editors love to edit. I want an outlet. I want a, true. Yeah. Not only that, uh, if you're like, man, I'm such a good writer, but I don't have a big audience. How do I get approximately thirteen to 14,000 Facebook followers and thousands and thousands of Twitter followers? Well, that answer would be Comics Online because they have got all of those followers. And joining us a lot cheaper than buying 13,000 bottles of chloroform. It is true. Chloroform right. is expensive these days. It, it really is. And controlled. Whoa. You gotta show an ID and stuff and gotta Ew. prove, yeah. Actually, you have to have a license to buy it. License to chloroform. That's, <laughs> That's your next James Bond title, actually. 
It's double OC. Does this Is it podcast weird that smell I know like that? chloroform to you? <laughs> do you? Do you feel lightheaded? Do you feel woozy and about to pass out from this podcast? That's because Mike and, and Ben are double OCs. Da-da, da-da. Um, are you suffering from pulmonary embolism one? <laughs> ben, That's what sp- you get for listening to the message and wasting your time. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, so uh, so that's the show for this week. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, so uh, for Mike and Ben and Brittany and uh, the, the the absentee yet yet still somehow reporting in uh, Caitlin and for everybody at Comics Online and for everything geek pop culture, I'm Kevin Goswan and this is Comics Online. Bitches. Disclaimer, the opinions expressed in this podcast may not represent those of Comics Online, any participants, or any employers, past, present, or future. If you would have thought otherwise without hearing this disclaimer, maybe you're not ready for this whole internet thing, much less Kevin's list of girls who did things while he was under the age of 18. Or maybe you're instead one of our smart and sexy fans who appreciates foul language fighting sarcasm, and everything geek pop culture. If you have comments or questions for the Comics Online podcasters, post on our Facebook page, tweet us on Twitter, or email us at podcast at comicsonline.com. All original material in this podcast is copyright 2016 Comics Online. Builders to going off like Yamaha bombs. Switch your internet browser to comicsonline.com.